Welcome to the The Savory Savory Scoop. This is a safe space where we have conscious conversations on mindset, conscious nutrition, and several healing techniques that can help us uh, support in our physical and emotional well-being. So my name is Christina Cherian. I am a family physician, and my focus is on educating patients on plant-based nutrition and uh, disease reversal. My name is Debbie DeVica O'Neill, and I'm a holistic health, nutrition, and culinary expert. And my focus is on conscious culinary and nutrition coaching. And my name is Simi Potan. I am a yoga instructor, and I focus on developing a mindset that can help us um, with our physical and emotional well-being. And I'm so excited to be here with you, ladies. (laughs) So excited to be here, too. So today's topic is shameful eating. Yes, and really how nutrition is not only the things that we feed ourselves, but all of the things that we put into our body. You know, like the things we listen to, the Mm -hmm. things we see, Mm -hmm. the things we read, our internal thoughts to ourselves. Absolutely. All of that is consumption, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I think our our goal with this is to help to encourage kind of conscious consumption, what you put into your body, what you put into your mind, and just having a place where we can just get together and just just chat. Mm, I love that. I know when I was um, just thinking about the two words, shameful eating, um, there's so much shame around eating, right? Like um, every time like we go on a diet and then we fall off, we have this guilt and shame that comes up. And then, um, and then, or if we have some type of like, if we're binge eating or there's this shame and guilt, and then we try to like hide it. We don't want to share it uh, because we may feel judged by others, you know? So what I'm excited about uh, is the fact that we're here to be vulnerable and share our experiences where we have experienced shame. We have experienced those judgmental thoughts and and it's not fun, right? Like it is not no. fun to go through all of that. But it's also to know that, you know, it's part of this journey that, you know, but there is a way to transform and um, kind of get through those challenges. Absolutely. And and we're hoping by sharing our stories that we can inspire others to have a safe space to forgive and accept themselves and to help others to deal with, you know, what yeah. they're going through in their journey as well, wherever they may be. Right, right. Exactly. I know, Debbie, you have an amazing transformation story to share. And, uh, and if you don't mind just sharing, like, you know, what that has been like for you. Sure. I'm an Italian girl foodie with food (laughs) allergies. So um, growing up, I was very sick. I had a laundry list of symptoms and like, IBS, rashes, bloating, migraines all of the time, brain fog, um, you know, like Mm. diarrhea, let's just be real, you know, candida, all Mm -hmm. of those uncomfortable things that people deal with and often feel like, you know, these are just things that I have. 
that are just normal. You know, I just have these things and, you know, nobody really realized, you know, what was going on with me. And so when I started to realize that these things were all food related, I just immersed myself into learning about nutrition and started with myself by eliminating certain Mm -hmm. things and doing tests, you know, with myself, little experiments with myself, and then really educating myself and all things nutrition and health and wherever I could, I would just study different modalities. Mm -hmm. And then I started helping my family and uh, neighbors and then friends and friends would, you know, refer their friends to me Mm -hmm. and I would help them. And I really learned how to create, um, recreate those favorite foods of mine Mm -hmm. that I loved, but wasn't able to eat that would make me feel horrible by replacing the unhealthy ingredients with, you know, healthy ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, but how that all kind of ties into shameful eating. I think we all kind of, you know, like with all of those symptoms that came along with that, you know, like headaches and bloating and, you know, maybe feeling like, I don't know, like, you know, that bloating makes you feel very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and then kind of dealing with like the, the hard parts of, eliminating certain things out of your diet and then, you know, eating those again and then how that affects you and then having shame about that Mm -hmm. and feeling guilty Mm -hmm. and just really like, like we said before at the beginning of this, you know, like it's okay. Like we all have steps back on this, Mm -hmm. on the journey, but it's okay Mm -hmm. if you fall off or, you know, you, that's part of the discovery, you know, part of the discovering those things that hurt you, you Mm -hmm. know, what foods are making you feel horrible, what foods are giving you brain fog, what's Mm -hmm. giving you the migraines, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a developing a really deep sense of self-awareness. And then when we do eat those things that are hurting us, Mm -hmm. you know, just being gentle on yourself and being like, you know what, it's okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm aware and I can make a change and that's okay. Yeah, I think, um, you know, especially when you are um, on that journey of trying to figure out, you know, what works for you and what doesn't, right? You, um, people tend to label foods, right? Yes. As good or bad, right. healthy or unhealthy. And that can cause a lot of that shame when you do consume that food that, you know, does hurt you. Uh, physically, right? It's not good for your body, but it also just creates so much of that, the the emotional repercussions mm, of yes. that. Uh, like the stress um, and anxiety. Exactly, that that, yeah. exactly. Totally. And that is, mm. you know, um, that's so hard when you're going through something like what you've gone through with, with all the allergies and stuff, you know, from um, from like a physician standpoint, at least from a family physician standpoint, right? You have patients coming in all the time and a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot of younger women who will have these sets of symptoms and it is so tied to the diet. And as a physician, right, we only get like that 15 Mm. minutes in this in this health system. How is it possible to discuss, you know, like, hey, you know, your body, this is what you need to do and it's going to be a journey. Right. How do you support that? And then 
also address all of the shame associated with, you know, going off of that track or that Mm -hmm. path, right? Where you're trying to be so rigid. Yeah. And that's really hard. It's very hard. And going back to the word anxiety, Mm -hmm. there are certain foods for me that cause anxiety. So being aware of those foods, I think that a lot of us have those foods. So being aware of those foods that do cause the anxiety, the depression might get us into a place where we want to binge eat or, you know, eat certain comforting foods or cultural foods, Mm -hmm. you know, or sugars or things like that, that give you that instant, you know, boost of the, the dopamine or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, they do make you have horrible anxiety or you're sick the next day. You know what I mean? And then just kind of being gentle with yourself and being like, you know what? That's okay. It's fine. You know, I'm aware of this and I'm going to make a shift, a small shift. Absolutely. And it's interesting how you brought up culture, like, you know, being an Italian um, from Italian culture. So, The other thing I was thinking of was also like I grew up in India and I moved here when I was like almost done with seventh grade. And in India, at least at that time, like no one really talked about like an ideal body or like there were no conversations like, you know. I mean, they, there were other issues like, you know, people who were dark wanted to have like, <laughs> yeah. light skin yeah. and right. they were using creams and stuff, but, but an idea. the opposite. <laughs> Everybody wants to be tan, yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. So it was like, you know, so that concept was not even in my head as a 12 or a 13 year old. Like, and I moved here and I remember like, that was huge here as a teenager, like, or a preteen, uh, people were talking about diets and and I was just like so confused. I'm like, you know, and then next thing you know, over the years, so I didn't understand like shame and guilt and judgment and all that stuff around eating at least, you know. Um, and then once I started noticing those things started to creep up in my head too. And then I started wanting to diet once I got into high school. Granted, I gained a lot of weight because uh, I moved here and I started eating potato chips and Coke. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like that was my... The American a bit diet. of the standard the American diet, diet the sad uh, the sad diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not even knowing it was sad, but yeah. Uh, and <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, and then I got into... And then, you know, of course, like I started dieting and I would just eat half a sandwich and I started losing all the weight and I started feeling good about myself because I got that ideal body right Mm -hmm. like I was you know I just felt like okay this is what I'm supposed to be um so like culture and upbringing like how much all of that can create that shame mindset as well like over time and then it's almost like you need all these practices to uh, undo yeah yeah. Yeah. it's like deprogramming exactly I was thinking when you mentioned you know like you know growing up in India I um every time we would go back to India the thing would it would always be oh you know you look like a stick me too I get that all the time you look like a stick you need to eat a sandwich and that creates (laughs) look at you oh your skin and bones go eat a sandwich right that also like you're not you're not eating enough right (laughs) you know and then it's like well you know I was a I I was a kid you know and then what kind of ideas are that putting you know is that putting into the the mind of a young girl about 
you know, I was normal body mass index. Mm. I was I was normal <laughs> weight, right? But you go over there and, and you know, culturally there are those differences, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't see that in the U.S., right? right? And so it's it's just interesting how it happens. Like So different. It, yeah. it's, it's so, it's remarkable. Even though things are like changing. And now I, I do appreciate that. Um, at least, I mean, this might be just me, what I'm seeing and watching, because like, you know, Google knows what you Google. Oh, yeah. and so, <laughs> But I do notice like there's a little bit more trend towards healthy way of living as opposed to, uh, you know, looking this way or trying to, you know, find that ideal size or whatever it is you know I think it's so refreshing yeah Yeah. it's it's very refreshing I think you know um especially in in certain like medical disorders um where people have this um they're trying to achieve a certain body type right Mm -hmm. a lot of those they're associated with perfectionism Mm -hmm. and um what's called all or nothing thinking where it's like it's all of it, you know, I get there or or it's the total opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what kind of happens when you have disorders like um, like bulimia, um, binging disorders, mm-hmm. right? So it's that all or nothing thinking that plays into that as well. It's all, it's all, um, you know, it's all related there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, yeah. And I guess it's it's that all or nothing. Like, I, I think that's one of the reasons many of us go on diets and then we fall off diets. And because we have that mindset or we were like, you know what, I'm going to start on a Monday, you know, like, yeah. like something's going to change or like, so it's or the new year. Exactly. Year, I was right? just thinking the new year. We yeah. just exactly. had the new year. And it's like, everyone's like, okay, we're going to start, we're going to start on this day. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you fall off. Well, that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, or I'm going to do yeah. this for the month of January. Exactly. Yeah. And and yeah. really the healthy thing to do is to, in baby steps, day by day, mm-hmm. create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle yes. rather than calling it a diet, you mm-hmm. know, or labeling it or eating a certain way or following exactly. like one mm-hmm. way of eating or living. Yep. I think it's important to just yeah. call it a lifestyle and making that shift in, in words or the mm-hmm. way that you speak to yourself about it. And then express that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more. Um, I always tell my patients, um, you know, the, how you eat the majority of the time is what determines your health, Mm -hmm. not how you eat on your birthday or Thanksgiving or anything like that. right? Right. So you shouldn't really, you shouldn't, we shouldn't criticize ourselves. We shouldn't be so hard on ourselves when we like, you know, go off of our, what, what our plan was, right. For our, for our, um, nutrition or our diet or whatever the case may be. And I love what you said about the labels. Mm. Yeah. Cause once you go off of that label, people know you as that, you know, you have that label and then it's like, you have the shame about Mm. not being what you said you were. Abandon labels for change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And measurements as well. Like we live in a society where the patriarchal system really has, it's all about measuring everything. Mm. And it's this number and it's this measurement. And you're supposed to be in this box. And that's Mm -hmm. not realistic. Right. We're all so different. So what works for me is not going to work for you or for you. Everyone is completely different. So that's why. 
I think, you know, we're, it, it's, it's so great to have each one of us who is just making suggestions mm-hmm. about what we've been through and, you know, to help other people like yeah. that might work for you. It might not. But, you know, at least you can explore and find out what works for you the best. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. no one solution yeah. for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And there's no Very one size true. fits all. There's yeah. no one size fits all. There's yeah. only like, you know, um, our fingerprints are so unique. Yeah. Like no one else before or after, yeah. right? So why would we follow this same diet plan, you know? Yeah. And like as a woman, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just like a human thing, but I feel like every decade, things change for me. Like oh, for what sure. I could eat like 10 years ago, it doesn't uh, necessarily, you know, support me, you know? So I have to like shift, even though it's like super healthy food, you know? Yeah. So I could have lots of it then, but now I'm like, oh, I can only have like a certain amount of it, you know? And I, I don't know about you ladies, but... One of the things I notice from an emotional eating perspective is, and again, that comes with shame too, yeah. but um, but those are the things that, you know, the practices have helped me tremendously, not just with shame with food, like shame in general, mm-hmm. like with, with life, you know, but like the three things I noticed in my past was like, you know, and I still like, you know, it comes up, it's um, when I am bored. Right. Like I'm bored and I'm like, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll have this, you know, it's 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 okay, you know, or when I am uh, when I'm really sad. Yeah, I don't have a problem. It's like when I'm overwhelmed, then I I start reaching for things. Like mm-hmm. when I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, because it's the energy. I need to like release that energy. And it's like chewing makes you feel like you're releasing it, even though it may not be supporting me, right? Um, and then... It gives you something to do, right? Yeah, it's just like something to do. <laughs> also putting it out there, alcohol. Mm, mm, absolutely. Yes, yes. Marijuana. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Yes. Like different things. Yeah. Different can people. Affect different people in different ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I know definitely like when I am when I'm feeling bored or or if I'm just like watching TV, you know, I've noticed like, oh, I'm feeling like I want to just eat something right yes. now. Yeah. You know. It's um <laughs> and I think, you know, it we'll probably talk about this more at some point, but you know removing the act of eating from anything else right mm-hmm. eating mindfully so mm-hmm. I mean, yes. like you, you talk so much about that mm-hmm. and um it, that's so important yeah right yes but yes. it's okay like I'm the type of person where I'm always hungry mm-hmm. I'm a grazer <laughs> me too I eat a little bit of something you know yeah. all throughout the day mm-hmm. every two hours and if I don't eat like I <laughs> Feel it physically. I'm the exact I don't way. Feel good, <laughs> yeah. you know. And people yeah. say to me, "Oh, like where do you put it?" And my husband's like, "She eats more than I do." <laughs> I'm like, I just listen to my body. Yeah. If I'm hungry, I eat. If I'm not hungry, then I don't eat. And then going back to what you said, like if I'm on my day off on Sundays yeah. and we're hanging around, you know, the house, and I'm like. I'm wanting to eat because I love to eat. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, am I really hungry or right. do I need to drink some water? Mm-hmm. Like, right. or, right. you know, like, and, and I'll go in the kitchen and like play around with stuff. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm not <laughs> really hungry. I'll, I'll wait until I really hungry, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good yeah. to ask yourself, right? When that thought, when that urge to, when that urge to eat comes up, like, 
am I actually hungry mm. or am I am I bored? Mm-hmm. Am I mad? Am I sad? Yeah. Yes. Am I, yes. you know, anxious? And what am I actually feeling? Also, is this thirst? <laughs> does it, does yeah. it go away exactly. after I drink, you know, a cup or two so of water, yes. right? Because, yes. like, then... I don't know about you guys, but I'm <laughs> yeah. chronically dehydrated. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to too. fix it. I, I'm but... always drinking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> water. And then, how am I going to feel, like, ahead of time? Like, how am I going to feel after I eat this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the choice of what you're yes. eating. Like, yes. what is that choice? Think about, you know? exactly. I love that yeah. because it's it's important to think about what, you know, what you feel now, but what am I going to feel after this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like when you are, when you don't want to work out, right? Mm-hmm. How am I going to feel exactly. after this? Yes. Like, I never regret yoga, for yeah. instance, oh, right? No. Or, oh. or, or a workout. Right. Like, it just doesn't happen, yeah. right? But- yeah. Getting there, it's like you kind of have to think about how you're going to feel after the fact. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so, uh, it's that more long term thinking rather than that instant gratification mm-hmm. that everyone usually wants, right? Mm-hmm. You, exactly. You, that craving goes down for a little bit, but yes. it's not really addressing what might be going on beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. And right? a lot of times people will say, well, I don't care. You know, like they don't. But they really do. And then that's where the shame and the guilt comes in. Like they they want that instant gratification and they're like, oh, it's fine. I'll just deal with it. But then what really happens after Mm -hmm. when they're feeling that way? Mm -hmm. You know, is it worth it? It's like a crash that happens. And then you beat yourself up and it's so much worse than the emotion that got you into that Mm -hmm. situation in the first place. Yes. Right. And then it becomes a vicious cycle. Yes, absolutely. And uh how you were talking about, uh, Christina, about the whole <clears throat> noticing, and it, it reminded me of there's a, uh, it was a Buddhist teaching or a technique. It's called RAIN, like R-A-I-N. Yes, I've heard of it. Tell yeah. us more. So R is to recognize, like, you know, when you're feeling emotionally um, overwhelmed or bored or whatever it is that you're you're feeling, you want to recognize that first. And then A is to acknowledge it. You know, most of the time, like when we, when an emotion comes up, we want to run away from it. And running away from it is by either distracting ourselves with food or alcohol or drugs. Whatever vice it may be. TV or TV, right? Netflix. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, binge watching. Um, And then, but when you acknowledge it, when you're like, you know, kind of holding space for it, you don't, you no longer. Are, are, are afraid of it right that emotion and then I used to investigate like you know almost like sitting and understanding like or investigating why is this um coming up for me yeah mm-hmm. you know where is the trigger what happened mm-hmm. maybe a moment mm-hmm. before that exactly right? yeah and then once you investigate, you have some understanding of that situation uh, or of that emotion. And and even if you don't, that's okay. Like even when sometimes when you investigate, you may not find all the answers of that yeah. in that moment. You know, maybe it's just about acknowledging, okay, this emotion's here. And then it the, is what it is. Right, right. Without judgment. Without judgment. Exactly. Um, and then the last part of it, it's N, um, and that's uh, Buddhist yoga teaching, non-attachment. Yes. And it's mostly noticing all of uh, the thoughts and the emotions and the f- sensations in our body. Um, uh, 
noticing it, but not attaching to them. So it's almost like you're watching a movie, right? Like there's this, because if you can notice it, you can't be it. Right. So when you start to know the observer, you're the observer. observer. Yeah. Yeah. So and that practice has like it has really shifted the way I deal with a lot of the things that come up emotionally, whether it's in personal life or it's in it's with, you know, uh, food. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate with that as well as the the passing thoughts like think of thinking of them as clouds passing mm. noticing them but allowing them to pass yes yes yeah because that's really helped me yeah. because i am a thinker mm. yeah. yeah and sure. on our we way here are. we were yeah. we were <laughs> oh absolutely oh yeah we were talking about you know impermanence right there's mm. nothing no no sensation no thought is permanent yeah. They arise just to to pass. Yeah. Everything is temporary. And so if you observe it, you'll you'll notice that that too passes right. at some point, right? No thoughts. No so itch true. lasts forever. This too right? shall pass. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Like, I mean, do we, like, when I was 18, I don't know the thoughts I had. Like, yeah. I mean, do we even remember <laughs> well, things them? you thought were going to, like, crush your whole world. Yes. It's like, do you even remember them? No. no. Yeah. Same goes for any passing thought you have that, yeah. you know, makes you want to go to something else to yeah. satisfy a, an urge or a craving, right? Those so it's the the cravings yeah. and aversions mm-hmm. that um we talk about in like Buddhist teachings. Mm-hmm. Um when you just observe them, they pass. They do. They always pass. It's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I do remember being younger, though, and, you know, shaming different things on my body mm. because of the way I was raised. Um, my mother, she's a very beautiful woman, but because of the way she was raised and her culture and the the time, the era she was raised in where, like, her grandmother had her wear a training corset, you know, it mm. was those those kind of times. But my mother's emphasis was always on, you know, like, beauty and you know having a curvy body and Mm. oh men like this and men like that and just like she would focus on like her cellulite and her spider veins Mm. and these are all things that you know I started to recognize in myself and shame myself for and and dislike about my body and that's something I really had to heal Mm. myself you know that was a lot of internal work that I had to do with you know, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my mother, you know, mm. like releasing the the trauma, the yes. ancestral karma yeah. and all of the things, mm-hmm. you know, that's that deep, deep work. Um, yes. And then just loving on all of those things, mm. you know, loving on every little dimple, every little spider vein and stretch mark and whatever Absolutely. it may be, yeah. you know, like who said that? I mean, they're, listen, imperfection is perfection, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like who, who said that all of those things are a bad thing? Mm-hmm. They're normal. They're, they're normal. natural. It, they're, they're to be expected. Natural. It'd be strange it if is, they didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> right? it is what it is, you know, and labeling that mm. to be bad, it yes. causes so much harm. It does. It does. I think we all have things that we've picked up, right, as kids. That, yeah. Um, one of my stories is, like, I would never leave the house without lipstick. 
Really? And, yeah. <laughs> and and I know where I picked that up. Like, you know, I'm just like, it was my mom. She would always tell me to like, you know, dress up before you go out, you know. So then there's this one time my friend's like, what are you doing? We're just going to the gas station. I'm like, let me just put my lipstick on. But now, you know, now I'm like, I don't wear anything. Oh, yeah. My hair is in a bun. And I'm like, now I may need some lipstick occasionally. Right? Like for this podcast. You never need it. You're beautiful just the way Aww. you are. Right? Yeah, this is why I love so you girls. Yes. Yeah. It's nice to be mm-hmm. at a place where it's like, okay. I'm not going to wear any makeup and I'm totally fine with it. And I really don't care what anybody thinks. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I'm cool with it. I like, I am comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. And I've done a lot of hard work to get there. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. To get here absolutely. right now in this yeah. present moment. And it's, and it's constant. You know, yeah. things always come up. But it's observing mm-hmm. them and really um, – acknowledging yes and yeah. and allowing it to to pass, to pass. Yeah. yeah and loving and forgiving and being gentle mm-hmm. so important I think that's so important progress over perfection just over the course of the whole life you know like we think about you know fad diets and oh I'm just gonna do this for 30 days or whatnot and it's like you want to your focus should be on just slow consistent change because mm-hmm. that's what's actually sustainable yes you know, Aging doing something for just grace. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the whole idea of shameful eating, I think it, it's really just a lot of stories yeah. that's been passed down yes. and from, you know, not just like our families, but also peers and media and, and, and these practices like for me are powerful to, you know, almost like unlearn that way of thinking right like and then also understand like I love your food like you know the way you you make um such amazing dishes with like you know uh very um what's the word I'm looking for like love yeah (laughs) love is the main ingredient I love supporting the local food system mm. I think that's really really important yes and using real single ingredient whole ingredient food that hasn't been processed or, I think, you know, you know, you were mentioning about how you get hungry like every two hours. Yeah. I'm the same exact way. And the, the neat thing is when you're eating foods that are like that, yeah. you don't have to worry about how much exactly. you really eat, right? You're not going to so be over consuming. And if you practice, you know, those, uh, the, the mindfulness practices and stuff, you can, you're, you're going to get more in tune with yourself, Absolutely. recognizing when you're actually hungry, recognizing why you're eating, mm-hmm. you know, if, mm-hmm. if there's true hunger or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like the preventative care, um, med- medicine is like my favorite, you know, rather than like, eating all the stuff like the processed food and stuff like that we have been trained to um kind of like wired to eat because we're also busy Mm -hmm. and then uh you go to the medical system and then they just give you stuff to kind of like correct the symptoms you got ibs yes i love that yeah Yeah. (laughs) you do you're more focused at what the cause is let's just give you a pill yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's just you know with the you know when we're talking about shameful eating um it 
I think like there's so much room for improvement in like the medical system, yeah. obviously, because first of all, you know, people only go to the doctor when they have something going on mm -hmm. right and then what the doctor only has about 15 20 minutes to give for you there's True. no way that you're going to be able to really um get down to the bottom of things it's really important to take a multidisciplinary approach yeah. right um you you know speak with a therapist that you know with all these conditions um therapy can be so beneficial or finding someone that you feel safe with you know um something someone you're close to who you can share your you know your thoughts and and um and then learning to recognize your thought patterns especially those surrounding food mm -hmm. is so important you know having a team around you even if it's just friends of yes. course it's like so yes. important it is you know absolutely well i feel complete you know with everything we've been sharing and um hope everyone that's watching feels like the conversation has been uplifting for them as well because it's been up uplifting for me to be able to share and also listen to um, everything that you both have shared. Thank you. Likewise. It's yeah. so nice to talk to both of you. Mm -hmm. It's lovely. I'm so grateful that we're creating this safe space and this beautiful feminine energy for us all to communicate and to connect together. Yeah, so if you guys, um, you know, are watching on YouTube, feel free to hit that subscribe button and um, leave your comments down below. Uh, and go ahead. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I was just going to say, and if you have any questions or comments um, or suggestions, feel free to email us. Um, it's connect at saverscoop.com. <laughs> <laughs> Please feel free to share with us if you have anything you'd like to share, if you'd like to share your experience with us, um, if you'd like to ask any questions, we're, we're any, here for you. Yeah, any topics you'd like us to cover. This space is for you. Anything you want to discuss. Mm -hmm.